Welcome to Remix, your source for music reports, reviews, and remarks. I'm your host, Tyler Wheatley, and joining me today... Matthew Yap. You're back. I'm it's happening back. again. Oh, my God. It's just, it's back to the old Remix, Matt. Honestly, just you and me, man. You dynamic and I. Dynamic duo. We are. We're the dynamic duo coming back one one more time. Tyler and I had plans to take over Bite completely, but then depression got in the way. Yeah. So. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> depression. That happened. You know, it'd be like that sometimes. It really do. <laughs> so, we're going to start things off with a real fun question kind of related to uh how the playlist is set up today your favorite female rapper that's so fun tyler that's such a fun question it's such a fun question fun question is just like some weird way to introduce i have a question for you (laughs) (laughs) so uh i personally i've i really enjoy Nicki minaj's music i think she's a good time uh but if we want to go personality wise on best female rapper i like cupcake with three k's oh yeah she's so fun she's so stupid she did this one because you know appeal to the gays song called lgbt and it was literally just like the chorus was a lgbt and i was just like good for you cupcake You're like yeah you know what's going on you, that's right you us. oh that's hilarious i would have to say mine is most likely going to be Nicki minaj just yeah. because, like, out of all female rappers, she's kind of the one that, like, I have enjoyed her songs more. Mm-hmm. Cardi B's starting to grow on me a little bit more as of ah, her last album. I'm getting you. So that's kind of starting off that process of me starting to like bad music but <laughs> you know we're getting there it's getting there so we're gonna we're gonna jump right into our playlist this week Got a little bit of Nicki minaj a little bit of zane a little bit of Bebe rexa bb rexa however you want to pronounce it Bebe. i want to say Bebe. I like Bebe rexa. so we're gonna kick things off barbie tings with a z Nicki minaj i was it took i thought i was having a stroke when i read that because i was like what is that it caused say? me to have a stroke when i read it so, what were your thoughts on this song, Matt? Um, I liked it, uh, especially not to jump ahead, but I liked it more than the Chun Chunli Chunli. I think the other Nicki Minaj song that she dropped about the about the same time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good time. Um, it's not my favorite thing she's done. No. Yeah. No, it really wasn't. I I kind of prefer Nicki Minaj when she kind of goes for uh, almost poppy rap. I think that's what she does well at. Starships is a fun song. Starships yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. Uh, Pound the Alarm is another good one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that. Like, that kind of more pop style has just worked for her better yeah. in the past. I thought this was kind of a fun song. Like, it was okay. I listened to it a handful of times and was like, okay, you know, maybe. Right. It wasn't, like, my favorite thing she's ever done, but I could see this kind of working well with maybe a whole album mm-hmm. that, you know isn't her normal like pop style maybe she does want to get more into rap because there are i mean like cardi b for example like we just mentioned is kind of getting into this come up of female rapper yeah and is kind of the big shot female rapper right now so nikki might feel threatened i yeah i would be and kind of has to clap back a little bit there's already that like (laughs) beef that got created between the two of them kind of unnecessarily but yeah you know, it'd be like that in the music business all the time. So, I mean, out of all the songs we listened to today, it wasn't my favorite. 
but it's something I could go back to. It's something I could have a little bit of fun with. Uh, I feel like this would be kind of a, a fun party song. Any Nicki Minaj is a fun party song. Nicki Minaj. Minaj. Nicki Minaj is good for like background kind of bopping music. Yeah, like you're not necessarily probably going to listen to everything, but she does have some good songs that like everyone knows the words to. It's fun to sing along. Like you feel like a bad bitch. I agree. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> and who doesn't want to feel like a bad bitch? Exactly. So we're going to move on to Zayn. He dropped a song, Let Me. Initial thoughts. How'd you feel? I don't like Zayn. Basic? Basic. Basic, I was in a boy band and the career's not quite flamed out yet. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, he's kind of trying to do his own thing and it's just okay. Sounds like all, like all other... Like that style, yeah. it just sounds like everything else in that genre. Fun fact, though, it's about Gigi Hadid. In case you were wondering, wow, yeah, because that totally mattered. I was super, I was super worried about what it was about, who it was about. <laughs> to be completely honest, no, it's annoying. Like I don't know, something about him, like him and just this genre annoys me. Because how, like we said, how generic it is. Yeah, it is. It's very like basic. Like all of them just sound the same. Like there's really no substance to any of the songs. They're all kind of following the same general formula of like. Eh, whiny kind of boy bandish, yeah. but not in a boy band anymore. It's uh, Pillow Talk. I actually really enjoyed Pillow Talk. I thought Pillow Talk was a fun kind of sexy song. Hey. And uh, at least there, I think you had good vocals. Here, the vo like vocals are mediocre. The lyrics are mediocre. The person's mediocre. Right. He and got that... dropped by his label, though. Did you know that? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah, Maybe he got he's... by his label for being a hot-headed, quote-unquote. Oh, man. Just like every other artist? It's crazy. I mean, not all of them, but a good portion of them, I'm sure, have attitude problems. Josh Groban would never. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... I mean, I don't really have a whole lot of thoughts on this song, to be completely honest. It's just... It sounds like every other song in that genre. Yeah. So, what can you... What can you take out of it besides, like, this is generic, this is following the same situation? I I'm, I'm, was going to say I'm never going to listen to it again, but you know what? I might by accident, and I wouldn't recognize it because it's going to sound like... All the other know, ones. I'll be like, oh, cool, Sean Mendes made a new song. Exactly. You're going to be like, uh-oh, that wasn't him. Oh, silly me. Silly me. It was Beaver. My bad. <laughs> oh, man. Gosh darn it. My favorite artist in this playlist, though, this week was Baby Rexa. This these songs yeah. I really really enjoyed. I've never heard anything from her before, and so I was like, "Okay, baby, Rexa, fucking come through." I've heard some stuff from her before. I think she's collabed on some other stuff I've listened to before. So, because I, I know her voice, I just can't think of the songs at the moment. Mm. Um, but I loved Ferrari a lot. Um, her other song, Two Souls on Fire," uh, was also really good. I actually preferred that one. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Quavo, but like it was still fine. Mm. It was still, but like. I, I like this kind of style of music where it's it's she just has beautiful vocal talents. Yeah. I like listening to it. I've heard some female vocalists that just don't sound good, and that's un <laughs> that's, that's unfortunate, and they still get popular, and I still have to listen to it all the time. But this one didn't do that. It didn't do that at all. So No, what I'll give her is, like, 
because like you said, some some female artists they rely on like either choreo or all these things, or like they rely on good lyrics or just poppy songs. You can't deny that she's just got a great voice. Like that's just it's just talent. Like yeah, it's there. It is. It like every time I listen to her, it, I always enjoy the song. Something about it, just the way she sounds, the things that she talks about. Um, and it's unique. It is. Yes, that was the other thing. Like when you listen to it, you're like. I might have heard something similar to this because, you know, obviously in the same genre, there yeah. are, you know, there's kind of going to be the same things all the time. Unless you go like weird indie, it's never going to get on the top 100. You're going to find something like it. Exactly. It all kind of sounds the same and blurs together. But like the things that if she talks about, if you actually listen to the songs are interesting, like it sounds fun. Um I always, whenever I listen to her, at least, I always kind of get this, like, Chet Faker vibe. Okay. Kind of like this, you know, like, really chill, kind of lyrically interesting. Mm-hmm. Not like he's, like, Shakespeare-esque, where it's, like, really clever wordplay, but, like, interesting to listen to and yeah. figure out what they're talking about. Even, like, Hippie Sabotage, yeah. I would say, like, older Hippie Sabotage, maybe not newer, but... I would. I kind of get there's this chill vibes. It's just something I just want to chill out and listen to, or go on a nice long night drive and listen to Baby Rexa. So I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm all about it. It does seem like a driving song. It is. It totally is. Yeah. This is definitely like that. Um, I would say out of the two we listened to, I loved Ferrari more than Two Souls on Fire, but I also listened to Ferrari a lot more than I did Two Souls That's on Fire. So I mean, I really enjoyed them both. I just I think uh, Two Souls on Fire. I I just kind of liked it better. I like the lyrics. Yeah. They they were both amazing, yeah. honestly. Like I I would go back and listen to these. I'll be adding these in like my personal playlists. Ooh. So ooh yeah, that rarely happens on anything we listen to on here because we listen to Drake say. and Cardi B all the time because they're the only artists dropping things that at least get very popular. I did last week. Uh, I added through your phone onto my personal playlist. That's all I got from Invasion of Privacy. But that was one. I'm disappointed in you because I didn't like that song at all. But that's personal opinion. So we do have a lot of other things to talk about. So we're gonna move. Move on from the playlist this week because we got some good news. Woo. We got news about things. News. But before we just completely move on, we'll wrap up some final thoughts about this playlist. What overall, what did you think? Uh, half of it was good. Yes, because uh, <laughs> there was only four. Yeah, <laughs> BB Rexa came through, and Nicki Minaj was like, "I'll give it a B minus." That's fair. And Zane, it's still passing. Yeah, Zane did not pass the class. No, he did not. I don't. He I don't. Me. I don't think he did. Um, but there has been some music award things. <sighs> we finally have real news in the music awards. It's about time. And it is honestly. We've we've had we've had a pretty big drought recently because it's been a dry spell. There aren't as many all together like it they're either all together and then there's a dry spell or like they're awkwardly spread out but there's a bunch over the summer that we'll have to probably do a recap of at the end you know when once we're all done or we'll talk about it later but we're going to talk about the billboard music awards because people care about that people want to listen to us our voices talk for 20 minutes About top artists and nominations, what we think about things. Because you all care about our opinion. Because you care about our beautiful opinions. But out of this list, Mm -hmm. I'll do what I've done before. Your thoughts over this, who you think is going to win, do these people deserve to be there, etc. You know how it goes. You know how things get talked about and discussed and such. So top artists, if you guys want to, you know, look at it yourselves, you can. I won't name off every single person in here. Mm -hmm. Um... But top artists, go. Who do you think is going to win this? I had it been like two weeks ago, I would have said Taylor Swift, but now I'm giving it to Kendrick. 
I with agree. With the Pulitzer, there's oh, no yeah. way they're not giving Kendrick ever. If Kendrick doesn't win top artist like of this whole music award of this year, yeah. I'm going to be very surprised. I would be too. There are some bangers in here, obviously. Um, you know, I mean, like Drake could probably take a fighting for it just because he does get so popular and his songs get number one all the time. Why? But Kendrick is just so. I, he's, Kendrick's I, on another level. I think he's miles ahead of everyone in this playlist. But. Unfortunately, it's not personal opinions like us that get up there. It's popularity contests and who makes it to the top. And listen, despite all Matt's jokes, Taylor Swift sold incredibly well with her album. And she also is one of the most tweeted about albums of all time. And so Swifty may pull through. Yeah. She didn't quite get a Pulitzer, but she... No, I, I, don't, think she, I don't think she'll make it that far. Um, I'd say... Bruno and Ed are kind of below everyone on this. They are yeah. still up there. They had very they, they had very successful years this last year. Um, but I think Kendrick's kind of going to go miles ahead with so. this. It um, doesn't feel like a competition to me. No, not even a little bit. I think new artists, Cardi B. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, she's been dropping popular song after popular song. Holy cow. Khalid okay. could have a chance, though. I've said this for a while now. I feel like I've seen Khalid on top new artists for, like, four years now. The same thing happened with Chance the Rapper, and Coloring Book came out in, like, 2012 or 2013. What's that about? I don't know. I don't understand the whole new artist. I don't understand the timeline. Like, how long do you have to be here to be considered not new anymore? And yeah. apparently it's, like, five years. That's weird okay sure so i mean i don't know the billboard chart achievement is gonna go to drake just because his songs have gotten a number one and they he's, sit there forever he's the charts, yeah. so i mean yeah um, ed sheeran could maybe if they wanted to just snub drake i would uh, be next in line i mean he would you're right i don't like it's it. not gonna happen i don't like it but it's gonna be there top male artist i'm giving it to kendrick again Still Kendrick. i mean what is post malone doing on that list i don't know he had well he had um rockstar and psycho get pretty high rockstar was number one forever but psycho made it up there too still just to me with the other ones like now just is like amateur level to them i mean uh, congratulations was like talked about for like six months everyone's still saying congratulations and i worked so hard i forgot how to vacation so uh top male artist i'm gonna say definitely kendrick female uh i'm doing it to swift you're giving Swift? I'm giving Swift. Cardi B has done well just recently. Invasion of Privacy is doing well. That's true. Cardi B is not going to take down Taylor Swift. I don't think Bodak Yellow can defeat a whole Reputation album. No. And Especially, Taylor Swift's a household name. Cardi B's not at that level. Exactly. Taylor Swift is everywhere. She's going to be talked about by everyone. Unfortunately, uh, the duo group one, I want to say, unfortunately, is going to go to Chainsmokers. But Imagine Dragons does really well. They have. And what's that one next to me? Next to me got kind of big for a second. Yeah, uh, that one, Thunder, did really well. That was huge forever. Yeah. So their like their last album, and I can't remember the exact name of it right now, um, did really well. Like there were many songs that stayed really high on the billboards. So I would say that, but Chainsmokers are played over oh, and over fun. and over, and they only have two different formulas for their songs. It's literally just like two different sets of notes. 
No one can correct uh, me in the fact that I stand so firmly that they have never made a good song, ever. No. I've never liked a Chainsmoker song. The only way that I will ever listen to a Chainsmoker song and enjoy it is a remix, and it's usually involved with some EDM or dubstep remix, because they make it better. Then it sounds better. But, oh my god, Sick Boy was garbage, and you can't- It's all you, bad. You can't tell me anything other. Um, yeah, you're right, it was, it was just terrible. Uh, I don't want Migos to win anything, because I don't necessarily like Culture 1 or 2. Coldplay, I I used to love Coldplay back in the day, and they've just kind of really disappointed. I don't know how Coldplay and U2 are even remotely in this category. Yeah. To be but uh, apparently we don't have very many duo <laughs> I was groups. Say, there's not, I guess there's not a lot of groups. Yeah. One Direction, bring it back. Yeah, bringing it back. Bring there it we back. go. That's, that's what I want. Destiny's Child for reuniting at Coachella gets best group. <laughs> Woo! That's what we're looking for, baby. That's, that's what I'm shooting. Uh, top Billboard 200s. Oh man, it's, it's gonna be Drake. Though. It's gonna be Drake. You're right. Um, I hate to say it, but Drake just stays up there for so long that he's gonna win some like chart ones. And in terms of like actual chart, uh, Kendrick, while Damn was a phenomenal album, actually like staying up there and like holding. He only had like one. He uh, Humble was the only one that stayed. For, yeah, like, ever. That yeah, was up there forever. And then lo- like loyalty was behind it and it was there but not like top yeah so unfortunately i think kendrick has had way better albums oh, absolutely. um uh, like all around for many different qualities i mean hell he even won like best music video of the, of the year for yeah. humble yeah. uh such a good music video Oh my, it was incredible. That was actually amazing. Um, I Unfortunately, though, I just think Drake's going to take that one. For top 100, oh, I would, I don't know, honestly. I'd say this could honestly be a fight between Bruno and Post Malone. As much as I want to watch Kendrick Lamar win this one, if you're actually looking at chart-wise, like yeah. Bruno Mars and Post Malone have kind of battled it out in their respective spots. So, I don't know. Honestly, this is enough to personal opinion. This is a popularity contest, like I said. Which is lame. Which is so lame. I think, in terms of just popularity, I would probably say Bruno Mars. I think so. I mean, honestly, like, Ed Sheeran kind of made a name, but, like, I think Bruno Mars got bigger. And the fact that he collabed with Cardi B and Finesse got so high on the charts for... Finesse was fucking there. That was a bop and a half right there. Uh, Top streaming songs. I don't even know who could take this. To be completely honest. I don't think Cardi. Again, I think Cardi's too fresh. Yeah, I don't think she will. I don't want to say Ed Sheeran either. Uh, I probably would even put Post Malone out of the running and just give it up to Drake or Kendrick. And unfortunately, I think that's going to be Drake as well because God's plan stayed up on number one for so long. I don't really care for Drake, guys, you know? I don't at all. Top song sales? Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, Bruno, I, Bruno, in my mind. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I'll, I would just have to look at the numbers and just see, honestly, like who has been selling more, literally just selling more. Who's made more money? Uh, radio songs, either Bruno or Imagine Dragons, to be honest. Wouldn't it be cool if Halsey won something? Wouldn't it? Too bad it's probably not going to happen. No. Uh, social artist? Oh, God, I don't even know. Ariana Grande or Demi. I don't know, the Sean Mendes twink. People kind of get into him on Twitter. You have a point. You have a point. Touring, mm, probably Bruno or Ed, to be honest. Top touring. Yeah. I would I'd say those. Yeah, yeah, probably. A lot of people really liked his last albums. R&B, if I watch Chris Brown win this, I'm 
going to be so furious. I want The weekend to win this, but I feel like he is going to be below Khalid or Bruno because Khalid, his uh, like American teenager mm-hmm. stuff got really high, and then Bruno Mars has just always had bops. I feel like every song he releases just gets big. Uh, I don't know. It just looks that way at least. Um, we could run through all of these forever, to be completely honest, but I'll let you guys take a look at it yourselves. Those are some of the top categories, though, that we'll, we will discuss. And then we're going to go moving into the American Country Awards because those happened on the 15th. Woo, I actually watched them. I like the American Country Awards. I'm sure I, that, you know what? That's why I wanted you on this podcast because you actually listen to country yeah. or did and you know things. I know and a lot about country. You did, actually. It's... I still listen to good country music. There's just not a ton of it, you know? That's fair. That's okay. That's fair. Apparently, there were some good parts. There were some bad parts, you know, as award shows go. Um, it, overall, the night was A-OK, I would say. Um, I kind of looked at brief overviews because I didn't have time to watch it. But, hey, you know, that that happens sometimes. It'd be like that every now and then. So we'll go through the lists. I'll have Matt give his opinions. We'll just Yay. we'll just listen to what Matt feels about this because Entertainer of the Year went to Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean. I actually respect Jason Aldean a lot as an artist. I'd say he's closer to what I enjoy in a country artist. He's not quite there. He still falls into stadium country music a bit for my taste. He does, unfortunately. Um, but I, I, I'm okay with it. I will take it. He had a good year. He did. He did. He did for sure. That is, unfortunately, stadium country is very popular. Yeah. As Bo Burnham says, it's just pandering. It, <laughs> it's just pandering. <laughs> it really is. Uh, female vocalist went to Miranda Lambert. Okay, listen, guys. Oh, let, boy. Let me tell you a story. I love Miranda Lambert is one of my favorite artists. You cannot get much more authentic to what is a successful uh, country artist now to what she is. She is authentic country. She actually knows she's not someone who grew up rich and is now just like living a rich life. And she doesn't continue to portray my least favorite uh, artist, uh, country artist is Blake Shelton because he is no longer could be considered country, but he likes to continue to push for us this alarm country persona. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Miranda Lambert does not. Miranda Lambert, she's still relatively country, but she doesn't try and force this I'm country narrative. And I love her for it, and I love all of her music. I think she's phenomenal. The House That Built Me is an unbelievably great song. That didn't come out this year. But still, Miranda Lambert's great. I'm so, <laughs> so, so happy. But it's still amazing. It's It's one of the best. It is, honestly. Male vocalist of the year, Chris Stapleton, which, I mean, you know. I, That wasn't my personal pick. Yeah, I mean, it was, it, was, it was all right, I guess. Vocal duo of the year went to Brothers Osborne, who apparently didn't even show up. Uh, yeah. Uh, I actually was kind of surprised by that. I mean, a little bit. I would I would even say Florida Georgia Line had a chance. I, that's what I just assumed. Yeah. Like, Florida Georgia Line does very well country-wise. Honestly, yeah. Uh, vocal group of the year went to Old Dominion, which I kind of thought Lady Antebellum or Little Big Town. It should have been Little Big Town. <laughs> It, I don't, I don't, okay, I can't judge too hard because I don't know anything by Old Dominion, but Little Big Town had a great year. They did a wonderful tour, and they're just better. Honestly, yeah. Uh, like, even, like, I know some of these just because I grew up in the country, so, yeah. like, I've listened to them throughout my days. But, like, honestly, Little Big Town and Lady Annabelle were both pretty great, but I love Little Big Town more. Mm-hmm. So I haven't even heard of Old Dominion. So for them to come out of nowhere and just, like, sweep it, it seems kind of like, what? 
it. Yeah. Uh, the new female vocalist of the year, though, was Lauren Elena, which I don't really have any thoughts on. She's from American Idol, and she... How to not be harsh? I'll be harsh. She is about the talent level of American Idol to me. Okay. Uh, past like Carrie Underwood, I don't think Scotty McCreary is all right. But past Carrie Underwood, we don't have. I don't think country mu- music artists that come from American Idol are ever actually good. Scotty McCreary is okay. Carrie Underwood, obviously, yeah, is phenomenal. It's Carrie Underwood, yeah. But uh, she is just all right in my mind. Yeah, I mean. Meh. For someone to come out of American Idol, it seems like there is just that kind of like below, like they it hardly ever becomes a superstar level. They're like subpar. Exactly. Um, new male vocalist of the year went to Brett Young, which I like him. That's fair. Yeah, he's doing pretty well. He does he does good stuff. He's he's no George Strait, but you know who is. You know who's gonna be George Strait? Let's be completely honest. <laughs> who's ever gonna be George Strait? No one. No one. No one. No one's gonna get to that level. Rewinding for a second. Why didn't Garth Brooks? Because like I like I said, Jason Aldean. I respected Jason Aldean. Garth Brooks probably should have won Entertainer of the Year. I meant to mention that earlier, but Garth Brooks is great. Anyways. She is, and that's kind of surprising. I feel like maybe because the whole pandering stadium country has been more popular. You're not wrong. I mean, let's be completely honest. Uh, the new vocal duo or group of the year went to Midland, which I have no thoughts on whatsoever. I literally don't know Midland. I don't I don't know the new groups. I know the older, more established ones, so, I mean, you know, that's fine. Uh, Chris Stapleton won the album of the year, though. He did. So. Um, I would have given it to uh, Life Changes by Thomas Reft. He... That one, again, and this is completely a personal preference thing, but also financially, yeah, Chris Stapleton did better because he's Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Rhett seemed a lot more personal, and it seemed – I don't – I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel with Album of the Year, but it seemed to do a little more like reinventing with country music, and it felt more authentic. And so, yes, we produced another country album that's a good country album, but I don't know. I like Album of the Year to go someone who tries something new. Yeah, someone that actually tries to do something rather than just basic same formula yeah. over and over. I mean, that's kind of country, though. Country has changed a little bit over time, obviously, because I enjoy old country more than I do new country. Yeah. But new country is just this kind of stadium-esque, like, pandering to your audience. Everyone can kind of relate to it yeah. rather than, like, old country was kind of the same, but it was just about... I don't know, like actual country things, hardworking and I would say, feel free to like disagree that. with me, anyone listening or Tyler. I think country is the white man's rap. It was supposed to describe the hardships that you were going through, specifically Midwestern hardships you were going through with like poverty and being trapped in small towns, being trapped in middle class suburbia that seems like it's nice, but it's really not. Exactly. And it's kind of changed from that. And I don't know. I don't feel like it really speaks about any real issues anymore. There are some albums who do. Casey Musgraves, I think, is the best uh country artist right now her uh, album same trailer different park is phenomenal uh but yeah i don't know and so chris stapleton like we said kind of fits into this stadium country music he's just doing all right yeah i didn't personally like it but i knew for album of the year a lot of people of my family i saw them ranting on twitter they really wanted little big town to get it they felt like they were robbed i didn't love little big town but you know worth noting that some people did you know, people like Little Big Town. That's okay. They're good. You know, it happens. It'd be like that sometimes. Uh, single of the year or single record of the year was Body Like a Backroad, Sam Hunt. And I'm not even surprised because this song played so many times I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I hated it so much it bothered me. I was instantly upset every time like it came on. One. 
Sam Hunt's not my favorite, but uh, for that one I actually did, even though I was just like, I didn't really care for Little Big Town's album. Didn't care for the album, but Better Man by Little Big Town should have gotten single of the year. It was writ- it was wrote written? Wrote written. Written. It was written by Taylor Swift. Uh, which No, uh, wrote by Taylor Swift. Was it wrote by Taylor Swift? Now we have to discuss this. Who's to say? <laughs> Either way, that was it was some people were excited about that because it was like pretty much her return to country music. And it's actually just a really, really great song. Uh, so Ish. I think that should have gotten single of the year. But what do I know? But I'm not even surprised that Sam Hunt won it, to be completely honest. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, be a, you know. Uh, the winner of Song of the Year was Ten Man, Miranda Lambert, written by Miranda Lambert, Jack Ingram, and John Randall. Yes, Miranda Lambert. So, go you, Miranda I Lambert. Love you. That that I'm glad it beat out. I don't understand the difference between single record of the year and song record of the year. So, it, you can get both. So, the reason it's a single is is because it wasn't released with their album. They just, like, released it just, like, for yeah. no reason. Uh, and so since uh, I think all the other ones on the Song of the Year list are were a part of their albums where Sam Hunt just released Body Like a Back Road. Which is weird because Song of the Year and Single of the Year both have Body Like a Back Road for Sam Hunt. Yeah, like I'll say, like I said, I don't think he released that with an album. Okay, so, you know, I... I have no idea. That's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, I'm going to move on down to Songwriter of the Year, though, and that went to Rhett Akins. Rhett, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll deal with it. It's fine. Um, I have trouble genuinely kind of knowing, like, best songwriter because, like, I don't know. I feel like without, like, the full vocals and everything, I just can't really, like, analyze the song too heavily. Yeah, you'd have to, like, literally listen to everything they've ever written and yeah. then be like, do I agree with this or not? So that was our little mini discussion over some awards, some some billboard things, some winners, some losers, some nominations, and the such. And we'll move right into Kendrick Lamar winning a Pulitzer. Jesus. Look Kendrick. at you. You go, Kendrick. What can't you win? Uh, album of the year. Ah, <laughs> ah, that hurt me, Matthew. <laughs> I didn't even work on damn. Ah, oh my God, <laughs> I'm, I'm shooketh. <laughs> Honestly, I am shooketh at that. Um, but go you, Kendrick. Honestly, honestly, it's really cool. What an amazing thing they looked at years of uh, music and literature and the such, and uh, obviously with. This this being Kendrick, it was in his music. I, I don't see Kendrick writing books. Um, but, you know, they went back and looked at billboards and sales and the whole nine yards, uh, lyrics, everything. How this man deserves a Pulitzer. He does. Everything that he says in all of his albums is pretty word-heavy, lyrically talented, lyrically amazing. This, pra- this man practically is the Shakespeare of rap. I'd say so. So what are, what are your thoughts on this? So the Pulitzers are interesting because different from every other like music award, they don't care about financial reception uh, or critical reception, really. They care about what's the most innovative and what's the most what they would consider to be uh, the best in a intellectual sense. Yeah. And so that's why up until now only classical and jazz music has won. Uh, and I think it's amazing that Kendrick Lamar for a hip-hop album is considered intellectually and innovatively the best new album. And I think if you look at the lyrics and if you look at he really did do a lot 
new things with the genre i think it's it's fitting it's a very political album and i think he's so deserving and he's such a talented man yeah i completely 100 percent agree with him winning this uh everything that he has done for the hip-hop genre everything that he raps about and talk or even talks about in his albums is really intellectually based it's not just him talking about going to club girls drugs money the whole nine yards you know basic mumble rap popular rap things like that it's not drake there's real meaning behind these lyrics so maybe that's why he doesn't always make it to number one because he's not some party song every time he puts real thought into his lyrics i would say the only time that he didn't go all out in his kendrick lamar mode was the black panther soundtrack which it was because it was for the black panther exactly Exactly, yeah, it's going to be background. It's going to be a soundtrack for a movie, so he doesn't have to release a banger. You're not going to hear him discussing things in his music. Um, I was super excited to hear about this. I don't obviously keep track of the Pulitzer Awards. It's not really something that I do personally. Um, But the fact that this does look into, like, intellectual levels of the production of mm-hmm. something you know anything basically music uh, genre based this is a huge win for hip-hop it really is i think there's now such a legitimacy to it that i mean people think of like cla- or jazz and classical music and they're like that's some bougie like it's some old professor chilling in his home yeah playing like classical music and i love the concept that now we have like old white professors like turning on their record player and putting on damn like i want kendrick lamar to be like this this just record that someone sits down and just like sits they have like a glass of whiskey or wine and they're sitting there enjoying their night in their million dollar home and then like damn comes on like humble (laughs) um, no it was interesting because i was reading quotes by the board because there was there was a bit of controversy with it where people were like this is not what when's and the board was like, you know, we aren't trying to grab for something popular. We're not. We don't care about headlines. Like the Pulitzers don't care about public reception. They were like, it's just when you look at it, it's what is the best piece of music. And if you look at this, it is the best piece of music. And I can't disagree, like at all. No, I, there's not. There's really nothing to argue about in this whatsoever. Uh, hip hop is not my favorite genre. Like I no. don't dislike hip hop, but it's not my favorite genre. But I don't understand how anyone can listen to Damn and like actually listen to it and not enjoy it. There is, it's so good. Honestly, yeah. There's, there's no way that you even remotely listened to this album and was like, eh, that was okay. Right. Like then you didn't even listen to it if that was honestly what you thought. So go, good on you. So well. Like honestly. Congratulations to Kendrick. That is a super amazing feat to get, and you know, that's not everyone can say they've done that. I love you, Kendrick. That's that's amazing. Good for you, Kendrick. So good. Congratulations. So with that, we'll move on to the Billboard charts. You're almost done listening to us talk. Congrats. Congratulations. Um, Billboard charts have moved. Whoa. Things have happened. You know what toppled Drake? Drake. Drake. <laughs> nice so for what took number one and God's plan moved down to number two. <laughs> I really, I'm not kidding. I need rest. I need a break. <laughs> 
I can't even make this stuff up. Drake literally won't die. His songs won't go anywhere. I don't like you. <laughs> go, please move away. So that means everything's moved down a place. And I mean, I don't know. That's that's pretty much that. Uh, God's plan down at number two, like I said, meant to be at three. Psycho. See, I told you, Post Malone oh, still oh, he's still popular. He's down at four. Um, but Look Alive still at five. The middle at six. Drake's gonna like sweep these billboards awards and i'm gonna be so upset about it i'm gonna be very upset too bad the billboard awards don't matter as much as grammys so that's okay that's true i mean i'm not even that upset about it if drake walks away with a bunch of billboard awards then kendrick can just show up with all of his awards and just be like haha you can show up with his pulitzer and be like that's cute yeah he'll just be like that was fun what did you do this weekend <laughs> and drake will be like ah oh, man i went to a party and like watch people turn up to god's plan so it's I, fine i went to a what was it like grocery store and spent a couple million dollars i'm so cool everything's fine it's it's you know it's okay i'm not upset at all or anything it's fine so we're gonna move on to some recommended things what do you got for me this week matt i got uh lily wood and the prick uh you always come with the weirdest it's it's my it's my style it is you if you didn't come with some off the wall thing i would be very surprised <laughs> i'm gonna bring you a drake song next week <laughs> i'm gonna kick you off this podcast but uh lily wood and the prick uh and she she's a french artist but she actually did a cover of kokomo by the beach boys interesting and it is far superior to the original uh she has this she has a really gorgeous voice and I just all of her stuff is just amazing. So I'd say listen to anything by her. But I think particularly her cover of Kokomo is it's really nice. It's soothing. It's nice. Slow. Nice. It's really nice and relaxing. Yeah. Interesting. I have some not super nice, slow and relaxing. Cool. I'm gonna recommend a couple things. Whoa. I'm gonna recommend Sexo by Dylan Francis because I think it was kind of fun. It was like a fun, almost like house bop. Okay. So that you know, I was like, hey, you know, it's okay. It's, it's very fun dance music. Like I you, you could shake dance. your hips to this. So it was fun. And then I'm gonna recommend 1942 by Jeezy because I'm a slut for Jeezy. So. <laughs> That's how you know it'd be like that. It that's, really that's that's just that's just how I roll. I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> I can't change my mind on that. That's just how I am. So make sure to check us out on all of our social media: Byte BSU, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud is Ball State Daily, so you can listen to all of our lovely, excellent podcasts, and even hear some new hosts coming in soon. Because wow. we have people coming and going. Daily's finally moving on. She's going to Seattle. The podcast Don't queen. Don't don't follow Daily to Seattle. That's weird. Only well, that only happens to one slow mo guy and his oh, wife. I can do that. Only... <laughs> God, Tyler, don't drag Gavin Free almost getting murdered. Come on now. I love Gavin Free. Don't don't. But don't do that. That's creepy. So That's I've been your host, Tyler Wheatley, and joining me today. I was your guest, Matthew. Yeah. Have an excellent time, guys.